0: Well, it wasn't the most exciting weekend for the Sacramento Kings representatives here at All-Star Weekend in Salt Lake City, but still the representation for Sacramento, having four of the five King starters here competing, it's invaluable for this organization. Chris Watkins and Frankie Cardicelli from the Return of the Roar podcast and Town Sports 1140 join me to recap this entire weekend right here on Locked on Kings.
1: You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On King.
0: Hello and welcome into Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season long. Today presented by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done seriously online and securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for my listeners. Get 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I'm a Sacramento sports reporter and producer for ABC 10 News. Behind me is the Vivint Arena. The last night I will be in this arena where we saw the uh fireworks some fireworks of the uh NBA All-Star game. You're going to hear Chris, Frankie and I discuss this at more length in a little bit. So I don't want to say too much, but I'll say this. Being in the same building and experiencing All-Star weekend in person, it's it's an amazing experience. It's awesome, especially as a media member with the access that we get. But I will say the uh, Just like the game gets a little rough for you to watch and maybe a boring for a little boring for you to watch at home, it was like that way too uh, here in, in, in Vivint Arena. Now, I'm not saying that it would have been much better uh, in other markets or that Miami wouldn't have been better or L.A. wouldn't have been better than Utah or whatever. I, it doesn't really matter to me about the market, and maybe that had an impact on things. I'll just say this. Tonight's game... While there were some fun moments like Tatum versus Brown and uh, LeBron had some, a couple of really, really cool moments and uh, he got some cool high-flying dunks and things like that, that, Damian Lillard pulling up and hitting from half court. Like, there were some cool things in tonight's game, don't get me wrong, but when it comes to a basketball game and a, long, uh, a source of long-form entertainment, yeah, it's not great. But I'm going to stop talking. Let's hear from Frankie Cardaselli and Chris Watkins. Nice enough to spend uh, some more time here. We spent the entire weekend together. I'm sure they're sick of me at this point, but I had to uh, to get some content out of them uh, before we went our separate ways and headed back to Sacramento. So the three of us here are going to recap this amazing and sometimes frustrating All-Star weekend. Instead of recapping the entire All-Star weekend by myself, which would probably take about five minutes, thank God I have Frankie Cardazzelli and Chris Watkins from the Return of the Roar podcast, Sacktown Sports 1140. It was fun to make the journey here to Salt Lake City, Utah, with them. And while this was an amazing experience, I think all three of us are very ready to go home. After talking to De'Aaron Fox after the uh, the All-Star game, he was literally speeding up his press conference so he could catch a flight. He's getting home tonight. We're not getting home till tomorrow. We miss Sacramento.
3: I'm ready to go home. And uh, first, let me say how, how thankful I am for the opportunity. And I think Chris and I talked about it this morning. How great it is to be here at All Star Weekend, seeing all these these great talents and legends and and people that we've grown up watching and people that we've enjoyed watching over the past couple of years. And seeing the Sacramento representation has been huge and, and enjoyable. But uh, I guess tonight was a, 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 a slap in the face goodbye. I don't want to call like a slap in the face, but you know, uh, F- Fox zero points, a bonus six. They both didn't play much. I mean. The fact that we're here is huge, and I think we should kind of just take that into account, that the fact that we had two Sacramento Kings in the All-Star game maybe kind of cushions the blow a little bit. Chris, that feeling of we're in the building with all these legends,
0: right? And it's not just the players playing, but just the legends around the floor, right? It's amazing to share the same space with them. But then the game starts and the events start, and you're just kind of like, okay, I understand why I don't really watch this at home.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's it's – it was fun it's fun to be here, but you're definitely right. Like once the game gets going and it becomes layup lines and you know, it's it's very clear that there's those who care about the game and don't care about the game, it's kinda like, all right, like yeah, this this is this is a little bit I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but but it's all stars was fun. It's a fun experience, but the festivities themselves, with the exception of the dunk contest last night honestly, a little bit of a letdown. But like Frank said so blessed to be here this was a great opportunity and we, I mean we, we've been working non-stop since we got here and all the things we've been able to do like it's been awesome to just be able to even you know you mentioned that we we get to be next to these legends, like we would have the opportunity to ask these legend questions, be in their is It's really really cool opportunity, and that's that's definitely not lost on me.
0: No, the media side of what we got to do is easily the best part. Yeah. Like Friday morning, Saturday morning, getting to be in the same room with not just the guys we want to talk to, Kevin herter Keegan Murray, De'Aaron, Demontis, but right next to them is Kevin Durant. Literally standing from myself Literally. to right over here, it's Kevin Durant, and we were right next to Damian Lillard while we were talking to De'Aaron Fox tonight. I mean, these are like the biggest names in the game that we of course love and we adore but the media access is incredible no matter what though even if fans don't get necessarily that media access this is a trip that nba fans if you can i know it's not always easy and it's it's pretty expensive but if you can make this trip it's definitely a bucket list trip
3: yeah it it depends on where it is too i think it it being in salt lake city maybe i wouldn't have been so inclined to come but but i think after watching the dunk contest contest, it kind of made me think you know that was worth the price of admission like last night seeing what mac mcclung could do was I mean, it was priceless. Just watching that, having that, and Chris, and I talked about how we'll, we'll remember that for years. We were at the Mac McClung dunk contest. I value that. That was great. And also, it's good to Sacramento. I mean, I know that there's some hotels that need to be taken care of, and uh, a lot that has to go into it. But De'Aaron Fox, DeMonte Sabonis, both said that they, they think Sacramento can, can hold an all-star game. Not really in their control, obviously. A lot of things go into that. I mean, I don't know if we have to bring the ocean liners down the river. That's been an idea, floated. Don't know what that would look like. But uh, the Kings and uh, Sacramento need to work that out, I think.
0: Chris, where do you stand on the balance of, okay, De'Aaron Fox did not really exert any energy tonight, which is great for the the incoming playoff race, and all hands are on deck now. Like, the fun is over. The focus is now on this chaos that's going to be these final 20-whatever 20 games, 23 games or whatever it is. Where do you stand on that, and, De'Aaron, you're finally at an all-star game. <laughs> do something. Right.
2: Right. Yeah, it's it is a really de- like a, a delicate balance, isn't it? Because yeah, to to some extent, you're right. Like you do wanna see you saw LeBron, he got hurt today. Giannis, he was hurt uh, on Thursday leaning into this game. He still manages to play uh, for what, 20, 30 seconds. I had today. more points than Fox. He, yeah. he, still, he uh, reached He still, did. He did but, zero minutes on his scorecard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Zero minutes still had two points. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it's there is definitely still something to that other side though of you never know if you're going to get this opportunity again and i don't want to say De'Aaron wasted the opportunity because i think even you know we've we just talked about it just ever all the whole pageantry of the weekend is part of the the glory of being here but uh yeah i mean definitely you would have liked to see in an, your first opportunity an opportunity it you're not sure you're going to get again you know maybe for 2 minutes really just in the words of Mike Brown, turn the Jets on.
0: Yeah, it's a, supposed to be a showcase, right? Showcasing what you're the best at. And De'Aaron Fox is the fastest guard in the league. I think LeBron James said that when they he drafted him. Uh, before the game started, and then we didn't get to see any of that De'Aaron Fox speed. So you wanted to see him showcase that a little bit more, but at the same time, like De'Aaron said, the recognition is what's most important. He's deserved this recognition for a long time, and and at least he got that. And he said the coolest moment for him was being on that
3: stage, getting his name announced, standing next to all those other guys. Yeah, you can tell that he just was not – I mean, the Jets were not on. I mean, he, he was playing at about 25% tonight, and it, it was noticeable. But, again, it, 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 to me – this doesn't really hold much water to me as far as his performance tonight. I'm not worried about him on Thursday. I'm not worried about who he is as a player right now. We know what he's capable of. He even joked after the game that he knew that he wasn't going to make it that much of an impact in this game. He knew that the, the, the lights are shining brightest for the Jason Tatums and Jalen Browns. That, that matchup, that was a lot of fun watching those two guys go at it tonight. Tonight wasn't about De'Aaron Fox, and, and he knew that. It was about the legends that are playing in front of us, LeBron James, Giannis, who didn't get to play very long. Uh, tonight but th- those guys were the ones that were supposed to have the uh, the key impact and Fox we know what he brings he's the best fourth quarter scorer in the game he's been playing like an all-star he is an all-star and that's what matters most it matters most that he was in this game hopefully it's at the beginning of a, of a, a four five six all-star appearance streak we don't know I mean we'll have to see how it goes but uh, yeah you have to hope that this wasn't his one shot and he didn't get to score but I think he'll be back.
0: Let's pause really quick so you can listen to both De'Aaron Fox and De'Montis Sabonis, their comments uh, after their All-Star appearance.
2: De'Aaron, how was your first All-Star game experience? I'm stiff. <laughs>
4: uh, no, it was, it was cool uh, to be able to just go through this week and go through this experience. Uh, I'm grateful was good. What do you think Mike Brown would say about the defense that was played out there? <sighs> he would, uh, it'd be a long film session tomorrow. It would definitely be a long film session tomorrow.
2: I, what was your goal coming into today? Because I know you said you didn't want to play that much. Just get out there,
4: mix it up with some guys. What was it? Oh, uh, get a little bit of cardio in. Um, that's pretty much it. But I, I think um, for me, it was more so just doing everything, you know, around the All-Star game. And I think that's that's why the festivities are what they are. What they are, you know, you have stars kind of just going through, walking through. Um, you know, you're able to you're able to humanize people. So um, I think I think we had fun this weekend. Did you
1: think you'd have more of an impact than you did?
4: Me? No. No. I didn't expect to make an impact.
1: What <laughs> happened on that
4: dunk? I don't know. I was just trying to get a point, and uh, sometimes you miss. Were you, you indecisive decisive on the layup or dunk on there? On that one? I was a little bit, um, but it is what it is. Anybody give you a hard time for that? Uh, about the dunk? Yeah. No, but Laurie was like, was like, looking at the score, telling me to score. So um, I, I'm i cool.
5: What'd you think about
1: getting
2: a split up with Domaz being on opposite teams?
4: Oh, I mean, I think uh, there was always going to be a, a big uh, chance that it was going to happen. Um, it's not a lot, really looking into it. What like, did you
1: make of the draft process overall, though?
4: It, 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 we were here far too long. I, I got to imagine, you can't even remember the last time you
2: weren't the first guy picked. What, what was it like sitting up there waiting to hear your name?
4: Uh, it was what it was. I mean, you know, there's 24 guys, um, 24 of the best players, not only in the NBA, but in the world. So. Uh, regardless if you were the last pick, um, I mean they were trying to make it to where no one will be a last pick, which doesn't make sense. Uh, but but at, at the end of the day, I mean you're still one of the one of the best players in the world, so it doesn't matter. What's your
1: favorite moment just overall this weekend, maybe in that
0: game?
4: Uh, probably just getting here, just being being announced as an All Star. I feel like um, I think before the practice, and then. Uh, before they did the the, the draft, uh, I would say that was probably the best moment for me. I know Mike Brown's got you guys practicing on Tuesday. That doesn't leave a lot of free time for you. What are you? Well, do I'm you leaving know? as soon as we're done. So, I'll be in Sacramento. What time is it right now? <laughs> Hopefully before midnight there. So, I'm, I'm I'm getting I'm getting out of here. How about that moment just being introduced tonight as an All Star? What did that mean to you? Oh, it was dope. Uh, I mean, had a lot of friends that that were able to watch, and uh, for me that was that was that was a really big moment for me. Um, I think the next big moment for me will be once we're um, you know, hopefully in the playoffs and you know, you're know you playing on TV, I feel like that'll be the, the bigger moment for me.
5: If you had your way, would you prefer to have been on the same team with or uh,
4: it, it didn't matter. It, it really didn't matter. Uh, we, we spent a lot of time together because we were in the locker room uh, before we did the draft, so we, were, we, we spent a lot of time together anyways. You mentioned the playoffs. How, how quickly is your mind turned into these last 25 games? Oh, I'm, I'm done with this. As soon as the game was over, uh, as soon as I checked out for what I knew would be the last, I'm like, "Yo, uh, there's no fourth quarter fox tonight, so don't, don't, don't expect that and leave me on the bench right now." So uh, um, it's a quick turnaround for me. Like I said, I'm, I'm headed back to SAC tonight. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm ready to just be geared up for the for the last part of the season.
0: Was there any acknowledgement of the race with some of the players that are on teams that you know you're racing with, and talk
4: about that? Uh, not necessarily, but but guys have definitely just talked about you know the way that the season's going, and obviously we have a lot of back to back, so we're like we're going to be in a gauntlet for the rest of the year. Um, I, it's funny I didn't know who we were playing. Um, But Dame was like, we play them, and then PG. I think their first game is against us, while we're on a back-to-back. So uh, we know that the schedule is going to be tough. But you know, for us, it's it's what you prepare for. Yeah, I think that was for me. That was the bigger thing, rather than even just playing in the All-Star game or scoring or whatever it is. Uh, Just being able to be recognized as one of those players in this league, um, regardless if you're a one-time All-Star or a 20-time All-Star. You know, um, these are things that you'll remember for the rest of your life.
1: So what was that experience like?
5: Uh, it was awesome. It was fun. You know, uh, happy we got the win, you know, and hopefully can try and get some rest now.
1: How about just being on a separate team than De'Aaron? And... Uh, it was cool.
5: It was cool, I guess, you know. Um, but you know, I'm, uh, I'm just happy you knowing he's uh, happy with it.
1: He checked in, he went right to you. When you checked in, he went right to you. What was that moment like to have that embrace for your debut?
5: Oh, I was trying to let him let him go to, to uh, get it done. What do you think of being able to share this experience with him? Uh, it's great. You know, it's a. It's, it always makes it more fun when you have another teammate there, you know, uh, to represent the city, the team, and everyone.
1: Is there, is there any significance in your mind for the organization to, to have you and Fox and
5: so much under Oh, of course. You know, um, all of Sacramento is probably watching. You know, um, all our fans that come and support us every night, you know, they're excited. You know, um, I saw a lot of fans um, over this weekend that traveled to see us, you know, so I feel like that means a lot to the city.
1: He talked about the fact that he didn't think he'd do much. but Did you, did you expect him to go scoreless like he did?
5: I thought it was going to come out and just go fast, you know, and get a couple of buckets quick, you know, but uh, it did turn out like that.
2: What were you hoping to get out of today? What, what did you want out of the game?
5: Nothing, you know, just enjoy, you know, and make sure we got that win, you know. It, it always makes it more, way more fun when you win.
1: What was the draft process like?
5: It was good, you know, it was good. Uh, third year in a row I wasn't last, so that's good. <laughs> Would you
2: prefer to be on the same team with Fox or on opposite teams?
5: Uh, it didn't really matter, you know, at this point, you know, we're, we're, we're just both trying to enjoy, enjoy the experience
1: with this kind of behind you now and he obviously having this recognition what do you think this does for somebody like him going forward as you guys you know look to make a playoff push and make a bigger name
5: uh, a lot you know i think uh, i hope his his confidence is already at a top you know i hope it takes him takes him even to the next level you know we see more from him you know we need him to be him every Every game, every game of the season left, you know. So um, I'm excited to see uh, what what he's going to do for us next.
1: Do you remember your first All-Star experience and how that went compared to the next two?
5: Yeah, way different, way different. You know, a lot of nerves. um, Everything was was new, different. You know, um, I was I was in the locker room with all all the vets, so um, it definitely was a meaningful experience that 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 I'll definitely remember.
0: I know Mike's got practice scheduled for Tuesday. That doesn't leave a lot of
5: free
0: time for you. What are you going
5: to do between now and then? Trying to get some sleep, some sleep after this weekend. Yeah.
2: Domas, when you came
1: to Sacramento, you said you were looking for a home, like kind of a long-term situation for yourself. Does, does this kind of recognition help to solidify in your mind that, that Sacramento can be that kind of
5: home for you? Yeah, of course, you know, um, we're, we're playing great. You know, we're doing all the right things. You know, um, there's still half a season left. That's the most important part. Everyone knows how, how much the West is stacked. So uh, we just got to keep doing our job and getting those wins uh, to go as far as we can.
0: Like I said at the beginning of the show, today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life just gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Therapy is actually something that's pretty important to me. During uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic and everything going on with that, I started seeing a therapist. My wife and I started seeing a therapist. My wife seeing her own, uh, but also us coming together from time to time. It's helped our marriage. It has more than helped my mental health, helped uh, unpack and and, and go through some uh, past trauma that everybody has. And look, I was one of those people that thought therapy wasn't for me because my problems weren't big enough all your problems are important to talk about. Therapists is such a wonderful thing, and if you're thinking of going to give therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option for you. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot locked on. So It wasn't the best of weekends for really any of the King's All-Stars, right? Kevin uh, Herter, unfortunately, laid an egg in the three-point contest, had the worst score. Keegan Murray, he had a game winner, but that was it that he did in the Rising Star. More points than Fox. Yeah, more points than Fox. And Fox and Herter and all of them were giving Keegan crap for not doing that much, and then they did what they did. DeMontis Sabonis did the best out of all of them, uh, still somehow put up numbers that would be equivalent to a a double-double per 36. So kind of par for the course for Sabonis but still the representation of having four out of five king starters like again context is important like if we had said at the beginning of the season four out of the five king starters would be representing Sacramento in the all-star game I think we would all be thrilled regardless of how they did.
2: Yeah I mean absolutely that that's the part that can't get lost is just how amazing it is how amazing the season has been and, and just the opportunity for for us to be able to to shine on this kind of stage granted they didn't shine on the stage, but uh, just to even have the opportunity to have guys in every single day of this All Star Weekend, I don't think any other team can say that. I, I, I you know, I, I didn't, I, I don't have it off. The, that's me saying it off the top of my head. There definitely like might have been a team, but yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody really had the opportunity to dominate All-Star Weekend like the Kings did.
3: The, don't count.
2: the, 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 the <laughs> t- team on Atacumpo doesn't count for the
3: skills challenge.
0: Y'all, the skills challenge is rough. Like it is it. rough. Like Watching it in person, oh, my yeah. goodness. They're gra- throwing
3: basketballs literally at a big circle. Like They're literally just throwing them. Like it, it's There's no skill in just throwing and chucking a basketball with one hand at a big – I mean, we could do – it's like the size of a kiddie pool. We could all just kind of put one up against the wall and start throwing basketballs at it. What we were saying was, remember the Shooting Stars? We loved the Shooting Stars contest from back in the day where it was a WNBA player, an NBA legend, and a current NBA player. Yep. Bring that back. That was one that I think we liked a lot. Chris, I talked about that today too.
0: And What do you guys think of the idea? It's kind of my idea because I'm a fan of the sentimental value of during a home run derby having someone throw out the pit like you pick who throws you your pitches for the home run sure, derby yeah. what do you think the sentimental value of if kevin hurter could choose a coach or a player
2: or a family member to pass him the ball and he could catch and shoot instead of shooting out of the rack yeah that's interesting that could definitely you know matt you might be onto something there with the league office because there's there's definitely potential aderen talked about that too kevin mentioned it when uh, when asked about i mean there's not many questions you can really ask somebody about the three-point shootout, but uh, he he was asked about you know just what's the difference and uh, what kind of troubles it brings, and he mentioned the fact that you have to get the ball off the rack. It's just an unnatural motion. It's not really something anybody practices. Nobody is you know doing thirty threes in a warm-up or anything like that. So I think to your point, like a catch-and-shoot competition is a little bit more realistic and like real to NBA game, especially nowadays, we see, you know, there's so much ball movement and catching and shooting like it it definitely makes sense to me. That's a great idea.
0: Frankie, tell me why why my idea, (laughs) idea is bad.
2: Because
3: you're you. and uh, That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well,
2: because you can, like, pass it, and I guess, like, what if they don't make the What if it's a bad pass? <laughs>
0: Imagine you pick somebody who just sabotages you and wastes all your time just throwing it they over your head. at your feet. just throw at your <laughs> yeah.
2: shoes. Kevin Herter definitely would need to pick Jay Triano, though. I don't know. I don't, for those out there who have not seen Jay Triano in his pre, pre-game warm-ups, he throws some of the best passes you will ever see to Alex Len during his pre-game warm-up. So <laughs> that would be my shout
0: can we talk about what was the best part of tonight, which I thought was the draft. I think the draft is a great idea. Of and the fact tonight. that, yeah, of tonight, you had the best, uh, or, I mean, you had Giannis and you had LeBron, and we got to kind of see their personalities a little bit, see Giannis accidentally pick John Morant, even though he was a starter and, and, and kind of looking like an idiot, but kind of playing it off. I really like the draft format. Um, I know there's a, it always comes down to a last pick and stuff like that and players getting picked before other players, separating teammates like we saw with Fox and Sabonis. Uh, what did you guys think of the draft format?
3: first of all, at least the Kings didn't get picked last. That was, a, that was the only win of the night in my book. A big win of the night was no Kings got picked last. We were worried about that for a minute up there. Um, I, I think it's definitely better than, like, the, the live show from before where they're picking him on, on TNT. I like the uh, the live aspect of it, but the, the captains have to have some personality, otherwise it might not hold the same uh, entertainment factor, entertainment value. Like, Giannis is one of the funniest players in the NBA. He's hilarious. He, he, he held that, that end of the bargain tonight. LeBron James is probably the corniest player in the NBA. He has the dad jokes, and he was very corny tonight night, which also was funny. But, I mean, if you look at it, I think Jokic probably would be funny. I mean, he's kind of like dry, funny. I mean, whoever can take over in the next couple of years or down the line, they just have to have some humor, I think, to make it really have that kind of entertainment value. But I did enjoy it a lot tonight.
0: Chris, De'Aaron said it was just too long. They were here for too long.
2: I, I, uh, first off, just to build off Frankie's point, I can't wait for in a couple of years when Keegan's the captain oh, yep. just – Tons of personality up on the stage at that point. Can't wait. Um, yeah, the, the, draft, the draft process, to De'Aaron's point, definitely did drag on just a little bit. You didn't need the pageantry of, again, like LeBron giving a uh, – well, you remember like a couple years ago when Common like had a rap for everybody before he announced them? Kind of gave off a little bit similar vibe where it's like before every pick, it's like, yeah, De'Aaron, he was like, this is the fastest guy in the league. I'm going to take De'Aaron Fox and then uh, I don't, just, I don't know, just like, can we just pick like boom, 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 boom. Like I get it's a TV show and they had to build it up. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, De'Aaron's not wrong. It's like just to have those guys, especially with the reserves, just like sitting up there for five, 10 minutes while LeBron and Giannis are hosting a stand-up special is it's It's not great, not great.
0: And no matter what, everything tonight was faster than the media timeouts between just timeouts were, if you experience it here in person, God bless the in-game entertainment crew trying to do their best to keep the energy up because those timeouts are long. But we sat through them. I will say um, Giannis and LeBron screwed up the NBA script tonight because at the end of the draft they had an opportunity to make a trade. Tyrese for DeMontis was right on the table. Easy joke to make, and neither of them did. I'm very disappointed.
3: Yeah, they, they need to kind of uh, they need to polish up that Kings knowledge. I mean, they need to get the, King, the Kings are here, but, you know, if they would have had any idea. of how, But also they could have done a, uh, well, Mitchell and Markham on the same team, weren't they? Were Mitchell and Markham on the same team? Uh, they, yes, were. Yes, they were. That would have been, like, funny too if they would have made a trade like that. But also, yeah, that would have been great to see. But uh, also seeing Fox and, and Halliburton play together would have been nice, but that didn't happen. Yeah, they, didn't, they
2: weren't on the floor at all, huh, yeah. at the same time,
3: yeah. Halliburton and Sabonis were, but no interaction.
0: Well, at least uh, they didn't describe any one of them as a uh, versatile defender who can protect the rim, which is how they uh, described Keegan Murray in his Rising Stars debut. Uh, Man, what a mess. Well, guys, before we wrap up, like this... this Weekend was a nice distraction from, and I think for a lot of Kings fans, even if it kind of was boring for many of them, it was a nice distraction from the nerves of what's to come. And now if you look at this upcoming schedule, and I'm ready for it, I think this is great. I think the Kings are actually going to uh, surprise a lot of people again and are going to solidify their spot as a top six uh, team in the Western Conference. But it's not going to be easy. They're playing some of the best teams many, many, many times. So the race is going to be really, really tough. But how are we feeling tonight now that our focus goes back to, oh yeah, like Thursday, there's a real basketball game to be played uh and and the kings like every single really second matters from this point on
2: yeah you just said it there i mean every every single game is going to matter down this stretch and and you also mentioned the the opponents that the kings play it's going to be tough but like mike brown said right before the break this is good like this is what you want for a team is to before you get into the playoffs play these games against real opponents in some real intense environments. Because it's, it really is just like a practice for the real thing. And the Kings are going to need as much as experience of that kind of experience as they can get before they get to the real thing, as they're one of the least experienced playoff teams that are you know up towards the top of the standings right now.
3: This is what you play for. I and mean, this is what they, we've been waiting for, right? I mean, I think that some people were a little disappointed about how the Kings went into the break. But 32 and 25, you're the three seed in the West. While it's a slim lead, sure. This is what we wanted. I think if we would have told everybody at the beginning of the year, hey, the Kings are going to be this record in this spot at this point in the year, 25 games to go, this is what we all wanted, isn't it? So now it's going to be up to the Kings to show that they belong, and I think they do. And I think they, they can play. We've said it before, but 500 basketball gets you a top 60, in my opinion. I mean, the teams below you need to play well, and I think if you can just keep your head above water, you're going to be where you want to be.
0: Well, Coach Brown is going to have them getting to work right away. They have practice on Tuesday, which I'm sure everybody is thrilled about. But maybe it'll be a difference maker in this race. Check out all the great content that Return of the Roar and Frankie and Chris do for Sacktown, Or, sorry, no, Sacktown Sports 114. I always want to go back to my roots of Sports 1140 HDK. Same thing, great content over there that both of them do. It's been fun, gentlemen, sharing this experience with you. Let's go home.
2: Let's go <laughs> home. Let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, Let's go home.
0: We'll see you back in sack soon. Today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is also brought to you by FanDuel. We're past the midway point of the season. We're getting into the race, not just for the Kings, but for so many teams in the West and Eastern Conference. And with all the action and all the drama, FanDuel is there for you. It's America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So you bet on the Kings to win against the... Portland Trailblazers on Thursday and they lose. Of course, that sucks for the Kings playoff race, but you can get free money back on FanDuel. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from the money line to point scores and even threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Big thank you to Frankie and Chris for spending some time with me here before uh, wrapping up the work that they have to do. We all fly back to Sacramento tomorrow, or maybe you're listening to this on Monday. We're on our way back today. Very excited uh, to return home, although, again, this experience was absolutely incredible. I got so many amazing messages, uh, emails, messages on, on, on podcast videos on YouTube, um, some of you reaching out to, on Twitter saying how much uh, that I deserve to have this experience and hoping that I had a great time. And You don't understand truly how much that means to me. And I mean, of course, I still have a job to do. It's it's thanks to ABC10 and the work that I do for them that I was able to get down there in addition to the Locked On Kings podcast. And they've been long days, very long days. Today is my shortest day and it's a 10-hour day. Day one was like 14, 15 hours. Day two was like 13, 14 hours. So they've been long days, but you're just in a complete basketball environment. It's so much fun. I'm so thankful uh, for this opportunity. Uh, definitely looking forward to catching up on some sleep when I get home. Then again, I have a toddler at home. like That's going to actually happen, but uh, I- I'm definitely not going to be one to complain. I wish that I could um, bring you all along, and I try to do the best that I could to bring you along and experience this with me. I'm still planning on, I have a bunch of footage that I took um, throughout the weekend, and I'm planning on trying to compile that into some sort of behind-the-scenes video so you can see and experience what I experienced this entire week beyond just the events that you got to watch on TV uh, so hopefully I'll be able to compile all that soon and have that for you soon but thank you thank you so much for your support uh, and uh, you make things like this possible and now let's gear up and get ready to either yell at each other or celebrate together with this intense terrifying and more than exciting playoff race the most meaningful basketball in Sacramento in the last 16 years is coming up next and of course We will have it all uh, all the coverage you could possibly want from here until the Kings make the playoffs and through the playoffs, all the way to the NBA Finals. Of course, we'll have it right here for you on the Locked On Kings podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Can't wait to have you join me on the next episode. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to Locked On Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.